Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Wednesday. Whoa. When's the last time we said that? It's kind of kind of like when the NFL plays a game on a Tuesday. I think it's happened like twice in history or something like that. And one of them was definitely um, maybe, I don't know, seven or eight years ago in Minneapolis when the Metrodome roof collapsed or something like that or there's a bad snowstorm and the the team couldn't get where they needed to go or something and i think the vikings played the new york football giants at ford field in detroit or something like that it was on a tuesday night it was crazy and actually now that i think about it i I would have to go back and check this but i think there may have been a tuesday game once or twice last season because it's we it's easy to forget last season in the nfl Dude, the COVID stuff was crazy. There were, you know, games were being switched. There were crazy time slots, all, all sorts of stuff. And this year, there haven't been any, you know, forfeits or switching of times of games or anything like that. But la- last season was nuts with that. Um, it is uh, Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. And you might be wondering what's going on. How am I? Uh, we're going to Michigan this weekend just for fun got an airbnb in downtown sagatuck great word s-a-u-g-a-t-u-c-k like justin tuck but sagatuck um and it's got a hot tub okay it's gonna be lit i wanted to go somewhere warm but couldn't couldn't find the flights that you know were that good combination of good timing good pricing and a place where we actually wanted to go uh so we settled for hey you know what let's do a little little midwest christmas getaway and there's a hot tub which i am very excited for but it's probably going to be a lot of like going to wineries going to breweries and uh again hot tub action i'm thinking at least twice a day uh two days it'll be like i'm back in high school what's going on my name is quinn david furness this is my show i'm the creator host uh and and uh, gaffer for this fine program quinn david furness presents the bean tom podcast i want to thank you all so much for listening and let you know that listener discretion is advised when you are tuning into the bean tom podcast number one we'll occasionally use some language and I can tell you on a little bit later on in the program when we get into the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about today on, on what should be a relatively short episode, uh, there will be some innuendos, okay? Uh, because I just looked up the lyrics to this song and, oh, it's a doozy. We're going to be talking about songs today on the Town Podcast. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible, but I got a show for you today that I think, you know, we are known as the People's Podcast, okay? And we are really going to put our money where our mouth is today because we're going to be talking about the worst Christmas songs of all time. And there's an extensive list. I've pared it down. I think I have maybe five or six on my list that I want to briefly discuss. Uh, and then turn it over to you all, the fans, to let us know at our email address, uh, Podcast yahoo.com. Again, it's at yahoo.com. What is your least favorite Christmas song of all time because it is absolutely subjective. There's probably going to be things on the list that I mentioned that you love, things that you uh, you you can't believe that I listed it. Um, but you know we're going to get to that in a second here. Um, so I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully you learned something. Uh, hopefully it's uh, you know you're, there's probably going to be stuff on there that you you know about. 
songs you you have heard of there will probably be uh songs that are new to you but i'm just sharing with you my unique perspective of the festive songs i like and i dislike and again when we get to it it is uh it's not an extensive uh list at all it's just going to be my perspective Okay, so before we get into that, I wanted to uh, first, two things. First, say hello to my friends in Pakistan. How are you? What's going on? Hello, Hyderabad. Hello, Khyber Pass. Hello, uh, Islamabad. What's happening? Uh, I should learn how to say hello in, uh, what's the language? Urdu that they speak in Pakistan. I don't know. I'm gonna have to check it. But hello to my friends out there uh, on the you know east coast across the pond, and then across a couple more ponds, and hello to Pakistan. Uh, second thing is just a, a brief check in on Real Housewives. Uh, so to let you know, with with this most recent episode that aired this past Sunday, just three days ago, um, the uh, we've reached the midway point of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two, which is kind of hard to believe, but uh, we're there. I think I think it's maybe like 10 or 11 episodes in, something like that. Uh, so we've, we've made it. Um, basically, there, there's not a ton to check in on in this episode. There wasn't a lot of new kind of plot development that happened. Um, all you really need to know, it was the last episode of their Veil trip. And to uh, refresh your memory, everybody went to an Airbnb that Meredith had rented, except for Jen Shaw, because she got arrested literally like she was in the van to go and then got the phone call, left and got arrested. And we're still on that trip. I know that feels like months ago, uh, but this is the end of that trip. I I mean, there were a good three to four episodes at this house. Uh, We don't get any of Jen Shaw on this episode. Her actual real-life trial is in about three months, I believe, sometime in mid-March. So we've got the six other ladies at this house. And this is an exhausting episode because they're not really doing anything. No one really goes anywhere. There are no, like, you remember the episode before there were activities like dog sledding, um, ice skating, I think. There were, there were some things going on. This episode is literally just, like, all politics, all weird stuff going on and it's pretty much centered around mary um basically the ladies are growing suspicious as we all should be that like mary is definitely a cult leader she's you know obviously weird she's been weird but like maybe illegal maybe evil as well and uh she uh, i'm just gonna read to you some of her quotes from this episode because it's crazy but essentially she's like getting into it with just about everybody on this trip, but then she's very, it's kind of like Trumpish. She's, she's all about loyalty and like, she gives very fancy gifts to everyone except for Whitney. Uh, we're talking, I think Heather got like a $5,300 handbag or something like that. It was crazy. Um, there's just a lot going on in this house right now. And it's, it's very exhausting. It's not that interesting. Uh, the only really points to, uh, to take away are like, Meredith, so so there's a lot swirling, a lot going on about Mary. And Meredith was just like no one her her she gets really worked up like unexpectedly. And her point is like no one lifted a finger when Jen was cyberbullying uh Brooks, uh Meredith's son Brooks. And so Meredith is basically like, you guys stop saying saying shit about Mary because I don't really know. It's it's kind of confusing. I don't I don't have any good uh I don't really have anything for you there. 
Um, but but Mary basically just like goes off, and she was already really crazy the episode before the Genshaw arrest um, at her weird Italian streetwear party where she asked, uh, "What on earth is her name?" Whitney Whitney Wild Rose. Sorry for the dead air to dress like a slut. That was super uncomfortable. Um, but she really goes off, and I I found the uh, the Vulture article. They do a really nice write up recap after every episode, and it's just got some tidbits uh, from from what Mary said in this episode. So here we go. I'm just going to read it out to you because you'll get a sense now of how just batshit insane Mary is. Okay. Um, Some of them are going to be like crazy. Some of them are just going to be like whatever. I'm just going to read you the list. Okay. First, I don't know why I owe any of you an explanation and why it would be a conversation. Second, to Whitney, you're exhausting. Ugh. Eh. On being unfairly cruel. I don't care. It's like... uh, Tommy Lee Jones and the Fugitive. Uh, okay, on gifts. I haven't given it to her yet, and it's none of your business. Essentially, she gave everyone a gift except for uh, Heather or Whitney, excuse me. And then everyone was like, "Well, why don't you get, get? Why didn't you give Whitney a gift?" And that's what Mary said. I haven't given it to her yet, and it's none of your business. Uh, on any question whatsoever, no one questioned Jen. I didn't ask for my life, my inheritance, to compare me with what's going on with her. That's evil. On Heather. I could have manipulated you. Unmerited apologies. Truth of the matter, if you were a good friend, this would not be happening. On, I don't even know anymore. In, in all caps. Because I believe in what I do, but I was given it and I took it on like a woman and I was a child. I believe in God. I believe in rescue. I believe in deliverance. I believe in it all. On attempts for clarification, I was born in money, okay? I didn't ask for it. It was given to me. Now then, I know all you guys go from Jen to me. Heather doing all her yelling, her chubby self. Yes, she said that. On strife. I've been through this my whole life. People hating me for my lifestyle. I... Okay, I've said that before. Uh, Two left. On God complexes. I'm not a God. I worship the God in me, and he's in me. And finally, my favorite one on race. When I think about Jen, I see a heartless, I see a thug. Like, you know, those Mexican people that make all the drugs. So there you go. Mary Cosby is uh, officially off the rocker. I mean, she's been off the rocker, but we're just getting some more uh, increased exposure to it. And uh, looking forward, because, you know... Uh, all going into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two is obviously all on Jen, and now obviously she's been sidelined. Uh, you know she's going to come back at a certain point, but it kind of seems like the big brouhaha is simmering between Jen and Mary, who are both like potentially doing illegal things, both just batshit crazy, and both very terrible people. Like not kind, not fun to be around. Um, and so it's going to be really interesting to see like what happens when you put the two of them together because they clearly hate each other. And then you got these four other ladies who like are five. Uh, how many ladies? Four other ladies. Five other ladies: Whitney, Heather, Lisa, Meredith, and Jenny, who got their stuff going on too. Nothing that interesting with Jenny, but like, what's the latest? Yeah, Lisa's obviously like always a little shady. Meredith is kind of. Uh, you know, a lot of people root for her, and I, I find myself rooting for her most of the times too. But she she can really just kind of like go off on her own thing, and I I sometimes I don't really follow where she's going. And then you got Heather and and Whitney who are just kind of like you feel like they're just kind of like trying to stay alive every day. 
uh, and and not get sucked into the madness. So it's second half of season two. It's going to be good. I'm excited. Uh, tune in Sundays at uh, 8 p.m. Central on Bravo. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into uh, the second half of our programming today, which is all about Christmas. So the first... Or not the first, but but to remind you of where we're going with this, um, this is going to be a list of my personal least favorite Christmas songs. And at the end, I'm going to throw you a couple bonus Christmas songs that are like, basically the best way to think of them is bands that are like not known for doing Christmas or like festive things, but they have a couple Christmas songs um, that I'm just going to recommend you listen to because I think they're really fun. And I listen to them all the time. So that's sort of what we're doing today. And uh, we're in the second half of today's program. And as always, I want to hear what you like, what you dislike, and what are your what are some of your favorite uh, songs that you hate, Christmas songs that you hate, and then what are some kind of uh, under-the-radar ones that uh, you want us to know about. So you can email us. You can also tweet at me. I'm at White Buns. The show is at BeantownCast. Uh, you can also... Uh, send in a comment on the website, beantownpodcast.com, and uh, get in touch with us. Okay, so the first one, I'll start off with what I feel is a pretty common dislike, um, but I, I voice my opinion on this anytime I get the chance because I really hate it. I just think it's it's one of the worst things I've ever heard, and it's the Paul McCartney Wonderful Christmas Time song. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. It it feels like my mind is on drugs or something like that, or I am like ADHD, or I, I I don't really know how to describe it. It's just one of the worst things of all time. I think what really pisses me off with this song more than anything is the consistent sleigh bells. In the background, if you're you, you you know the song or you've listened to it recently, you'll you'll I think recall what I'm saying. And I hope that's accurate because I actually haven't heard the song in a couple days, at least if if not maybe a week, two weeks. I don't listen to the radio that much, and I never intentionally listen to this song. Uh, but I think in the whole song, there's just like the going on in the background, and it's just incessant. It's like some sort of ancient. Chinese torture or something. I I don't know. Really dislike it. And I don't think I think that's a pretty common opinion. Like I feel like that song is divisive, but in the sense of you either don't have a strong opinion on it or you absolutely loathe it. And I certainly fall into the camp of absolutely loathing, detesting, abhorring all of that stuff. I think that song is awful. Um, I don't know who who decided it was a good idea. Okay, um, the next next one, and and this one is a classic. And uh, again, it's the sort of thing where I feel like a lot of people don't really have a strong opinion on it, but then there are people out there that really hate it. And for the longest time, I kind of been amused by it, but in my older age now, I'm just like, I I, I am happy to listen to this song once. A, a holiday season, and I don't want to hear it any more than that. And unfortunately, when you, you know, if you're ever listening to the radio uh, or any sort of Christmas compilation, you're probably going to hear it a lot. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas by Gala Peavy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know who it was either. I had to look it up. 
Um, if you don't know the song, the worst part is this shrieking harpy voice. Um, it's just, it's very unique. And I think the like vibrato aspect of it is what I really hate the most. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. It's like a goat's singing or something. It just like chiseling away at my brain cells i i'll I'll say this it's kind of got the old timey like you know orchestra horns not really orchestra but like you know a brass section kind of going with it and it's kind of got it's got a it's got a it's got a zip in its step okay like for sure but and i i appreciate that aspect of it but just the voice i if it was like if the song was maybe 15 seconds long i would probably be happier to listen to it twice but um it just keeps going and there's all sorts of weird rhyming schemes not quite Katy perry egregious-esque but mm. i give that song one listen a christmas and that's all i can do okay this next one some some of you might know this some of you might not it's a little bit more old-timey and I'm going to read the lyrics for you, which I'll do for our last selection as well. But it's by a, a famous, uh, for some well-loved, cherished country artist. But when you really know how awful a person he was, you might not love him as much. John Denver, rest in peace. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. And uh, you'll have to listen to it. It's it's fairly short. It's only about two and a half minutes, I think. But here, here's at least a snippet of the lyrics. We'll see how far we want to go. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. Just last year when I was only seven, now I'm almost eight, as you can see. You came home a quarter past 11 and fell down underneath our Christmas tree. Then the chorus repeats itself, and then Mama smiled and looked outside the window. She told me, son, you better go upstairs. Then you laughed and hollered, Merry Christmas. I turned around and saw my Mama's tears. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my Mama cry. No, I don't want to see my Mama cry. If there's one thing that screams home for the holidays, it's alcoholism and domestic violence. I mean, there's nothing better than that this time of year, okay? And unfortunately, John Denver picked up on some of his daddy's tendencies. Bastard in life, thus a bastard in death. It's from Ben Gibbard. Okay, next up here, this one might be the most... I, 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 have, a, I have a sense. This one is, is probably one where people are like, oh, I love this song. And I, to be honest, up until recently, haven't had a strong opinion on it. But uh, Rachel has kind of influenced me because she really doesn't like this song. And now I'm just kind of, I've kind of lost my, uh, my patience for it as well. This one by the Jackson 5, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. And I've known this song for a long time because we had it in a book of duets, piano duets that we would play growing up. But there's just something about the little turd Michael, again, rest in peace, where when he's just he's he's doing a little bit too much talking at the end, they're like, I did. I really did see Santa Claus. And I'm just, hmm. Again, the sort of thing where I listen to it once and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, and I like the Jackson 5. 
but it just a little bit too high pitched, a little bit too whiny. It's just a little too Luke Skywalker for me. I I really am not a huge fan these days of uh, little Michael Jackson singing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Okay, two more to go here. Uh, One more that is similar to Hippopotamus in terms of like the voice really effing sucks. And it's one that you might not think of very frequently, and thank God I don't either, but man, I hate it. Alvin and the Chipmunks, I think it's just called the Chipmunks song. It's like, Christmas, Christmas time is here. Time for booze and time for cheer. And then at the end, that one chipmunk, I don't know, his name is like Freud or Jessica or something. He's like, I just want a hula hoop. And uh, I, boy, I hope they pay Jason Lee a lot to be in that movie as well as the sequels what what is there it was they they made like four there's Alvin and the Chipmunks we're talking the 21st century movies not the cartoon um there's the original and then there's the squeakquel number 2 i think then there's the road chip <laughs> i can't believe i know this and then there's chipwrecked <laughs> i've never seen a single one uh but that song sucks i hate it and uh, it's very repetitive and uh, it's awful, okay? Can't stand it. Okay, this last one is probably one that you never heard. It's shockingly bad. Okay, like here, here's the thing with all these songs. Like I dislike them for a variety of reasons, but outside of maybe the Paul McCartney one, I really don't have any issues with like how they're constructed as a song. But this one just, this is just an awful song. And I don't, for someone who is absolutely talented and knows what they're doing with music, it's shocking to me that they ever allowed this, that they ever considered making this record. Comes from my arch nemesis in our highly public feud, Lady Gaga. The song is called Christmas Tree. And uh, you mentioned, or I, you heard me mention at the outset of today's program that uh, while there may or may not be language, there would definitely be sexual innuendos. And uh, well, here we are. So, like I did with uh, Mr. Denver, I'm just going to read you these lyrics, and you, I, I mean, I think everyone, if you don't know the song, again, it's "Christmas Tree" by Lady Gaga. I think you should listen to it once. And you could even watch the official music video because Tony Bennett's in it. Uh, but it's just, it's real bad. I don't know how uh, how this ever came about. It's terrible. Okay, here are the lyrics. Ra-pa-pum-pum, ra-pa-pum-pum. Same thing. Light me up, or light me on top. Let's fa-la-la-la-la, as in let's fuck, but fa-la-la-la-la. Light me up, put me on top, let's follow la 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 Here we go. The only place you want to be is underneath my Christmas tree. The only place you want to be is underneath my Christmas tree. This is lyrical genius right here. Light me up, put me on top, let's follow la 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 Light me up, put me on top, let's follow la 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 Ho, ho, ho. 
under the mistletoe. Yes, everybody knows we will take our off our clothes. Yes, if you want us to, we will. You owe oh, oh, a Christmas. My Christmas tree is delicious. Oh, oh, a Christmas. My Christmas tree is delicious. Light you up. Put you on top. Let's follow. La, 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 let's go. Light you up. Put you on top. Let's follow. La, 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 let's go. Ho, ho, ho. Under the mistletoe. Yes, everybody knows we will take off our clothes. Yes, if you want us to, we will. God, repeat much. You owe oh, oh, a Christmas. My Christmas tree is delicious. Oh, oh, a Christmas. My Christmas tree is delicious. Here, here, here. The best time of the year. Take off my stockings. We're, I'm spreading Christmas cheer. Yes, if you want us to, we will. You owe oh, oh, a Christmas. My Christmas tree is delicious. Oh, oh, a Christmas. My Christmas tree is delicious. Space Cowboy, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. There she goes. Space Cowboy, Lady Gaga, La- Lady Gaga. Here we go. Cherry, cherry, boom, boom. I am not exaggerating anything. That is, uh, those are the, the, that's how that song goes. Uh, so if you wanted to, I mean, the way Lady Gaga used to sing, and I'm not as familiar with her, her, with her current records, but that's kind of like how she sings, where it's just like, my Christmas tree is delicious. Yes, put me up on top. Let's follow la, 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 while there's just like dance music going on in the background. That's just sort of like what a Lady Gaga song was in 2010. So, boy, the feud was not uh, helped at all by that. I expect there to be a front-page story about me throwing shade at, you know, whatever her real first name is, Chelsea or something. What is it? It's uh, it's like Anastasia or something. Lady Gaga. No, I don't. Oh, I accidentally Googled Lady Gaga Christmas tree lyrics, and I got to see that. Uh, Stephanie, that's her name. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata. What a great name. Okay, and I mentioned I did want to just plug briefly before we uh, we wrap things up today. Uh, some under-the-radar Christmas songs that you might not know about by some of my favorite bands um, that uh, are fun. So first, if you ever, if you never knew that Weezer... Did a Christmas album. They did, and the whole album is fun, but I really like their version of Oh Holy Night. It's classic. It's straight up. It's fun. If you ever wanted to hear Rivers Cuomo singing Weezer, and by the way, Rivers Cuomo is the last Cuomo standing, so good for him. Uh, Okay, Arcade Fire, there's two things here. (laughs) They're both, it's like shit posting, trolling, but it's hilarious. So first and foremost, there's an Arcade Fire Christmas album. I think it's four songs from a really long time ago, like as they were putting out their first album. And I believe the backstory is they were just like at a Christmas party and all super drunk. And they just like put some instruments and mics in front of them. And that's what happened. There's four songs on there. It's a total, it's not like a studio recorded album. It's like somebody held out their phone and like picked them up playing it. So the quality is really poor, but um, you can listen to, listen to that. And then also on the, uh, this is what I was going to plug on the between two ferns episode with Toby McGuire and Samuel L. Jackson from, I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago. Um, <laughs> if maybe a little bit longer, probably, probably like eight years ago um, there, they play the, the, the only time, between two ferns has ever had a musical guest i believe uh is arcade fire and they do their rendition of little drummer boy and win butler smoking a cigarette and uh it's just 
It's fun. Okay. So you got to watch that on YouTube if you don't know it. And then finally, I think most people like in my family probably know this already, but Twisted Sisters got an entire Christmas album. It's kick ass. You got to check it out. It's just pure fire, man. I got, I listen to that album at least once a year. Um, and it's just, man, it's fun. D. Snyder and the boys really let loose. So those are some Christmas songs that I really hate, and then a couple under the radar ones that I always, I always enjoy this time of year. So what do you like? What do you dislike? Let us know, and uh, we'll read it live on air next week. But uh, here's the thing, man. Christmas is uh, Christmas is only two episodes away, because the next time we record will be in about ten days or so. That'll be the 18th, and the next thing you know, boom, it's Christmas. So, yeah, it's coming up hot here on the Beantown Podcast year four. Uh, I do want to, this isn't even a shout-out, but something that I've thought about here and there in the last month uh, slash just, I don't know what else to say about it, but uh, shout-out to myself for (laughs) the... uh, You'll recall, I think this was season one of the Beantown podcast. I spent Christmas by myself and attempted a 24-hour live stream video, which uh, started at midnight on Christmas, a.k.a. seven hours of me sleeping and snoring. The stream ended up cutting out while I was asleep. I restarted it when I woke up at like 8 a.m., and then I think I made it all the way to like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so I still streamed while I was awake for like eight hours straight. Um which I'm proud of myself for. But the uh, the shining moment from that one was the uh, the window, or not windows, the uh, Apple MacBook surgery live on air, um, which is still the MacBook I'm using today. We've recorded, what, this is now 205 episodes with it, which is pretty amazing. There was, I don't even remember exactly what it was. It was some sort of ribbon. I had to take all the screws out, take the backing off. It was, I felt like, you know, I was playing operation, but with hundreds of dollars in my hands. It was, it was pretty, pretty nerve wracking, to be honest. Um, and then at a certain point, I was just all Christmased out. And uh, we ended the stream in the mid afternoon, late afternoon. But that was a lot of fun. I'm not doing any crazy hijinks like that this year because I got better things to do. Uh, but those were those were some Christmas songs that uh, I'm not really a big fan of. So definitely listen to any of those that you don't know and uh, let us know what you think. But this was a fun one to do. And I'm thinking maybe we power rank Santa's reindeer next time. I don't know. Could be good. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's what I got for you. I uh, fit this in after getting home from work after a long day. I haven't even had supper yet. Uh, Busy man. But we're going to Michigan and going to hot tub it up. I am excited. Not been in a hot tub in a long time. Okay, that's what I got for you, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting this show as always. My name is Quinn David Furness, and this has been my show, The Beantown Podcast, The People's Podcast, saying sayonara. And uh, we'll cue up that music, and I'm going to check in on you next time. So, everyone, stay safe, stay sane. And uh, I already said it. So, bye.